tribute to men that hate their jobs from Muster X Media, Series 3, Episode 10, The Littlest Cuntling. So today was a weird one to start with. It was quiet, painfully quiet. And then when my colleagues went on his break, still quiet. I went on my break, still quiet. And then when I come back from my break, holy balls, it started to just instantly get busy. Driver after driver after driver, customer after customer after customer, sitting after sitting after sitting, we were full. Then it all died right back down again in an instant. Instantly went quiet again. Drivers, next to none. Takeaways, next to none. And the whole sit-in proportion of the restaurant, empty. Absolutely empty. Then one by one, you had all the front tables taken up, which we were trying to do. We didn't want the back end of the restaurant full with anyone. We just wanted to keep it down in one confined area so we can clean up a lot faster and get it all done. Then all of a sudden, there was a load of girls turn up and this was a girl gang. And the reason why I call them a girl gang and that's because they all wore the same pink hoodies. It was as though they're emulating a uh, musical that was set in the 1950s. And yes, they were trying to be the pink ladies, but they didn't say pink ladies. It just said the school name and leavers. So you had a group of kids who just decided, oh yeah, we're going to get pink hoodies, saying the school and leavers. Okay, whatever. Wow. Amazing. So I said to them all, right, by law, you're not allowed to sit in groups of more than six. So I'm going to have to split you up across three different tables. And if you don't like it, you don't have to come in. They all agreed. I'm like, okay, right, everyone has to track and trace as well. They all agreed. They all did their track and trace, and they're pretty good about it. There was no one lippy. You had one or two of them that didn't have masks because they claimed to be exempt, which is okay. As long as they're not being dicks about it, I don't give a fuck. All three groups would have to be in the far end, so I thought, okay, I can find the mess. I just reminded them that they were not allowed to move tables and if there's any trouble, they'd all be asked to leave straight away. I set all three tables down and I said, I'll come back in a moment to see if everything's okay once you've placed your orders. They thanked me and I left. Now, teenagers being teenagers, they're being a bit boisterous, but hey, I thought I'd give them a bit of slack. That's not a problem. It's not a problem at all because I used to be baldy back in the day. So I cut them some slack. Yeah, they were being a bit loud. They're not really, there wasn't any kids in the restaurant, so it was okay. They were confined, and the rest of the restaurant was with the adults, so it was fine. It was fine. Then all of a sudden, there was this wretched noise. And it got worse and louder and louder. It was horrible. 
So I left the door and I had my colleague cover the door. I walked over. Is, does there seem to be a problem? And you had the same girl, wretched. I'm like, do you want a cup of water? Yes, please, she said. So I left, I came back. I left the far end and went to the counter, got a cup of water and came back. There you go, take some of that. And she was still wretched. So I went over to the bin enclosure, pulled out the bin, and for the first time in nearly 25 years, 25 years, I got to quote a movie that I knew that these children had never seen before in their life. I pulled the bin out and slammed it on the floor in front of the girl. If you're gonna spew, spew into this. They all looked at me, all their friends, all this girl's friends looked at me. They started laughing because I even did it in Garth's voice. Garth from Wayne's World. If you're gonna spew, spew this. All those girls laughed whilst the other girl was retching her guts up and spewing into the bin. Sip some of that water, don't swallow it and spill it into the bin, I said. Now what's up? How come you're being sick? I'm allergic to gherkins and one of my friends put a gherkin in my burger. And I looked. I had a smirk behind my mask but they couldn't see me. So one of your friends put a gherkin in your burger and you're allergic to him. Yeah, she said as she's uh, retching her guts up. <laughs> right, I said. Well, best get it up, throw it up in there. And, um, and uh, I'll just remind your friend who's gonna remain anonymous because I don't know who it was, that you could have killed them and they are a bit of a cuntling. Yet again, all the girls laughed. Cuntling, one of them said. Yeah, come on. You guys are having a laugh, I'm gonna have a laugh because you know what, I have to thank you. I have to thank you so much that you was able to hold your vomit until I got the bin to you. I'm so glad that I didn't have to clean that up because I wouldn't have cleaned it up. I would have made the little cuntling mop it up because I don't do people's vomit if, um, especially if it was done in this way. So thank you very much for holding your guts. The girl thanked me and I think at this point she'd finished retching her guts up. She'd got it all out. I think you should ask your friends to uh, take you home, you know, for the best, I think. And she agreed. She left and so did all her friends. They left the mountains of their rubbish all over the tables, ready for me to just throw into the bin of puke and dispose of in a timely and orderly fashion.